You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Before we begin, I'd love to highlight our sponsor, Jane. The team at Jane understands that that choosing a practice management software can feel like a daunting task, and finding the right fit for your medical aesthetics clinic really matters. That's why they've created helpful and thorough onboarding resources you can rely on. And this is critical, guys. This is what I recommend for a smooth and stress-free onboarding process. First, sign up for a one-on-one demo call with a member of their team. This can give you a better sense of how Jane can work for your clinic and they'll even personalize it for you so that you can see the workflows that you're actually interested in. Now, if you think Jane would be a good fit for your clinic, make sure you use our link to sign up, Nurse CEO, for use that, um, that's our code. You want to use that for a one month grace period while you settle in, okay? Really important. Um, Or if you want to learn on your own, you can access the Jane guide for self-serve tutorials and videos. But what you want to do right now is head to jane.app slash start to begin your Jane journey. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today we have Deb Reese on with us. Um, Deb Reese is, specializes in aromatherapy and clinical aromatherapy, and we're just talking about a bunch of awards that she and her team just won. So I'm excited to talk to you um, about what you're doing. So thanks so much for being here with us, Deb. Thank you, Katie. It's great to be here. Thank you. All right. So give us a little background about you as a nurse. Um, you know, how did you get started in nursing and how did you get to where you are now? Just a little question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been in nursing for quite a while and got started um, even in nursing school. I really loved critical care. So that was my first a background. And at the time, there was a big need for critical care nurses. So, you know, I had my little intro into med surge, and then they really kind of got me right going into medical ICU. And it was during my time there, after a few years, I just was like, there's got to be more to what we're doing than putting the pieces together and, you know, um, and doing the medications and things like that. And, you know, like anything else, when you put it out there, the, the universe answers and so I started getting introduced into more of the integrative therapy approaches and looked at doing things like energy therapy, healing touch, and then aromatherapy came into my world and started to um, teach some of that. And we started using some of our integrative therapies first in uh, cardiac, the post-cardiac uh, surgery. And we really were finding some great results with um like helping chest tubes flow again and, you know, reducing medication use and um, pain medication use and helping to reduce the need for reintubation, things like that. And just really doing different things that we were able to do as part of our care. And then cultures change in hospital settings. And I found myself um, really exploring more with the integrative therapies and looking at how could I integrate that into the hospital world, the clinical world. And an opportunity opened up in about 2006, where I was able to come into the oncology, outpatient oncology world, where they uh, fully supported 
using integrative therapies as part of a patient's plan of care. And so we slowly started adding more interventions into our program. And really um, that is what I'm doing now. I'm coordinator of the healing care program in outpatient oncology, where we use uh, tools for helping patients cope with the diagnosis, as well as with symptom management. So we do things like relaxation therapies, guided imagery, healing touch, aromatherapy, ear seed therapy, so, and even gentle movement therapy. So we recognize that all of those um, elements are so important as part of a plan of care. I, I love it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great story. And it's, um you know, it's a great aspect or addition, I think, to nursing. It's like what we already do, and it complements it so nicely. Right. Um, yeah. So, okay. So um, tell me more about like how you got into aromatherapy in the first place. Like, how did you know it was a thing that you could do? It was something that is, when I heard, I just like anything, I kind of got an uh, an invite, you know, let's check this, this program out. And, and immediately I was drawn to this program and looked at what, what is, this is really speaking to me. And as I started to use aromatherapy for my own health and wellness, I realized that there was more to this, you know, it's plant and many of our medicines are based on plants. And so there's a chemistry. And of course my science brain got really intrigued and it was like, okay, so what's making this tick? Why do these things work the way they do? And, you know, if we look at our history, a history of where, of where medicine even came from, it is really based on plants. That was the first thing we used to, for healing, you know, as far as how we might use uh, plants in different ways. And so it really did open up and went into more of an of advanced clinical aromatherapy program. And then looking at how could we use this for patients? Because what I, as I started to roll aromatherapy out into the cancer center, we started to discover um, we wanted to do a policy for whole hospital, which is where we went from there. And we started to discover, you know what, people were using aromatherapy. Sometimes patients were bringing it in and using it. Sometimes nurses were bringing it in and there was no guidelines. They were not following any guidelines. And oftentimes it really was done in an unsafe manner. So it, yeah, because they are plants and there is potential, right, for exactly. interactions. And there definitely can be interactions with medications. There definitely can be skin interactions. You know, when people are on chemotherapy and, and radiation therapy, skin changes happen. So if you're putting some sort of, um, you know, oil on that on your skin, definitely they can they can react. And, and I had people say, well, this never bothered me before. Well, no, but you weren't on chemotherapy before. So, you know, definitely it does have changes to our chemistry. So big, big safety issues with our, our patients and making sure they're using interventions correctly. Okay. Um, okay. And where did you get your knowledge of aromatherapy? Was it, to, I mean, did you read about it or did you like take courses in it or? Yeah, that's a great question. Yes, there are actually certified courses. We follow the national certification guidelines. There's two organizations in uh, the country and they actually have guidelines for aromatherapy schools. 
And then there's different levels of aromatherapy. There's like the basic level for even for anybody who might be interested, but they want to make sure that they are using aromatherapy in a correct way. Um, then there's more of the professional level. You don't have to be a nurse to be at the professional level, but it's more of, I want to do this in my practice. Like maybe I, I do massage or I do other types. I'm a therapist of some type and I want to incorporate aromatherapy. Then the professional level is something that the, that person may want to look into. And then there's the clinical aromatherapy where we have 300 hours. We do a lot with chemistry. We do a lot with case studies. And um, from there, people may even do um, like internships, you know, in different, uh, different places. So that's the level I went to where I really wanted to learn more and apply it more in a clinical setting. Right. Because it is a big deal. You know, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of different types of plants out there. There's a lot of different aromatherapies. Uh, and I know, like, I love, love, love going into like, nice, uh, you know, kind of massage clinics where yeah. you can smit, you instantly feel calm when you walk in yeah. and the, the smell exactly. is just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of merit to it. But you know, I think um, as well, like they're so um, I, almost every day ish that it, um, you know, you don't think of them as like medications or harmful or not harmful, but um, you know, that they're just so every day that maybe there's, you don't realize how useful um, and how they should be incorporated into clinical practice and probably your everyday life. Exactly. Yes, that's, that's very true. And, and when you start looking at the chemistry, like some, some of the essential oils can act like blood thinners. So if a person's on a blood thinner, we could actually be harming them, you know, as far as, <laughs> as far as taking that oil or using that oil in some manner. We know in the cancer world, we know there are some oils that act like they're phytoestrogen, plant estrogen. So if they, if a person has an estrogen positive tumor, we are not going to, in fact, we're gonna let them know these are things you need to avoid. So, right. you know, it's definitely something that we have to take more of a serious versus just casual. And a lot of times that's what people think. Oh, it's just right. nice to smell. It's just nice to have around. Oh, let me burn my candle. Let me, you know, throw the incense out there. And it's like, um, a lot of times that's more perfume. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and casual, I think is, is a really good word for that because I think about, uh, you know, I've looked into acupuncture and I was really interested in Chinese herbs and stuff, but I mean, in order to get to Chinese herbs, like you, you need like a master's degree, right? Like to even right. get to Chinese herbs. Exactly. And I was like, Oh, I thought I could just take like this, but they're so complex and they're so mm -hmm. incredibly powerful. Like it, it is something that you want to have a good working knowledge of. And it's certainly not something you know, that we do get in, in clinical practice. However, uh, so I'm interested too in how you use aromatherapy in professional practice or how, um, you know, nurses can build it into a professional practice. Like what wouldn't that, I mean, it's more than just buying a bunch of, you know, like, uh, aromatherapy vials, right? Like how, right. Do, how do they do that? Do you mean for, for their patients in their patient settings? Or yeah, for like, yeah, maybe give us some examples of how, you know, you could turn um, like aromatherapy into integrated into their business practice mm -hmm. or actually, mm -hmm. you know, use it directly and, and maybe even sell a service around aromatherapy. Right, right. So with um, 
with the, the integrated practice, you know, I definitely feel you, you need to have a policy and guidelines established. You know, that's a, that's a place to start. How do you want to use it? We, in our setting, in the oncology setting, we are primarily using inhalation. That takes various ways we can do that. On a tissue, we can make create inhalers, we can use diffusers. So there's a variety of ways that we can use that, but we wanna have um, quick actions and inhalation is the quickest way, breathing it in, moving it into the brain to override those trigger points. So those are things that, that we might want to use. But for um, some people who may want more of a service um, that using aromatherapy like topically, that is, or in a bath of some type, is something that you can absolutely integrate, but knowing how you dilute it, what do you want to put that in? Something that if you're doing things for skincare, then you may want to use carrier oils or what your, your dilution in those, in those products that are going to actually be very helpful for the skin. If you want something more for digestive, then we may want to look at how can we use that as a dietary supplement? And what do we need to put that in to, to help in that, in that manner? So different ways that we can, that we can use it. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, well, tell me um, about some of the uh, conferences that you've been to and what you're presenting on and, and what all that kind of stuff looks like. Okay. Well, kind of where I'm moving now is, um, and where I really see a huge need for aromatherapy and other integrative therapies is with our healthcare workers, our nurses. And we are seeing, um, I mean, we were, we're all, we always know we were under stress and that, and you know, even the stats statistics are showing before COVID, you know, the stress rates were at least 25 to 30% of, of nurses experiencing that. Post pandemic and even now, you know, stress rates are, are an anxiety and depression. People, it, you know, it's anywhere from 80 to 95% that's amazing to me with when people are saying they're anxious, depressed, and we have tools like aromatherapy that can be used really very quickly to help our, to help our nurses it, in my situation, what I'm working with to help our nurses deal with that. So I'm, I have been putting a lot of, um, doing a lot of presentations on that, um, doing some things with, uh, different nursing organizations and talking about how we can use this very quickly very effectively as part of our own self-care tools. And uh, just, you know, recently have done some presentations on that. I'm working with a, a nurse manager in, in my own organization where we have started to look at, she challenged me a little bit. She's like, I love your program because I do have a whole program um, that's out there and can be, can, you know, be accessed by anybody. But she's like, I love the program, but let's do this over a lunch break of 30 minutes. So, so that challenged me, okay, let's see what we can do to hone it in quickly, but still provide the service for, for our nurses. And it is working. I will say now it is really, um, I kind of wondered, you know, is this something that's going to actually be embraced? And it is, it, it is very cool. And if anything, I think it's helping them to understand and, and say, I want to learn more because this oh. is very interesting. And it's something and I want to learn more, not only for myself, but now how can I help my patients with it? And what okay. what are the right things for me to do? Now, in talking to you, I I have like aromatherapies in my desk, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna, I have an infuser too, so I'm gonna put them in because I'm feeling the need to have this right now. <laughs> I'm diffusing my peppermint. Yeah, I've got to go in. I'm keeping 
it's very helps you focus, stay alert. <laughs> That's what I have. It's called candy cane. It, it's peppermint. Um, I'm very excited. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get this going and really set the stage here. All right. So we get it rolling there. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, you guys can't smell what I'm smelling while we're on um, audio. I want to put a disclaimer on this podcast. You'll need to infuse peppermint while you're listening. That's right. You get the same experience. Um, all right. So tell me um, about uh, your your courses and your workshops that you have um, helping people with aromatherapy. Yes, I have. Um, on my website, I have several online courses that are available. And this is something that, um, again, you know, anybody can access. Some of them are really specific for nurses or healthcare workers. Um, there are some that are for, you know, some nurses are also massage therapists or are doing other kind of energy body work. And those are, there are things for them as well that can help them out. And it is something that we, um, I have with aromatherapy specific for cancer, um, aromatherapy for everyday living. And if you want to learn more about integrative therapies in general, I have the whole, what we call the STEP or the Supportive Therapy Engagement Program, which has um, the tools of relaxation therapies, aromatherapy, and movement therapy all together under the pillars of, or under the four modules of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And again, all of the courses have CE. That particular course has 24 CE attached to it and really explores how you can use all of these resources or in a variety of ways, including clinical settings. So many of these, and aromatherapy included, we're looking at incorporating into different settings and also incorporating it for nurses themselves. Okay. Um, and so anybody that um, has a, a, a practice or is thinking what well, you don't even need a practice, right? Like if you just want to integrate uh, aromatherapy in your, in your own life, this would work too. Right. And I, I, that's how I started. I started with me and my family and looked at, okay, why am I not using this in my practice? <laughs> it's like, oh, I just, and that's kind of, that's when it's like, I need to learn more. And that's when the program started opening up and it's like, okay, I want to teach this now. And <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. It's like, learn it, teach it, embrace it and, and kind of, and, you know, expand upon it. And, and so that's, you know, that's what we're doing. In fact, that's where I feel that we should be using this more. That's where my, my personal business is taking me is into looking at how we can incorporate these tools, aromatherapy being a big one, but how do we incorporate it into our healthcare organizations, into our, our departments, Nurses are not, and, and we're finding more of this, you know, nurses are saying, yeah, money's great. And, and I don't, I don't underestimate that. Yeah. You, know, you want to throw, throw money at, but that's not the, we have learned, or we should be learning. You can't keep throwing money at something it, because nurses, we're seeing this revolving door and money is not the answer. So nurses are looking at, I want, I want to feel supported. Leadership doesn't support me. And even the leadership gurus are saying, we have to do more. We've got to be more creative. And these are really quick tools that can be learned, learn the tool, and then use the tool. And it can be used very effectively within, like aromatherapy can be used within seconds to turn mm -hmm. around a, a, uh, you know, a symptom, to turn around um, anxiety, to turn around depression and uplift and feel balanced. 
So it can be very effective. It's knowing the right tools to use the right oils and using them the right manner. Right. And I would say like at some level, they probably maybe think it's too simple of an answer, right? Like they want to spend money on technology um, or spend a lot of money to feel like they got value where the answer could be so simple (laughs) and right in front of you. You're, You're very right. I mean, we sometimes forget about, you know, how powerful simple is, you know, and how powerful just being taking moment to be quiet and breathe and breathe in your aromatherapy how effective and simple that is, but it's so, so powerful in bringing back, you know, bringing somebody back to balance. Very effective. Because like I said, uh, you know, earlier about the massage clinic, you know, I always thought this about doctor's office. When you walk into a doctor's office, there's like a metal chair and, you know, people from 1982 or something. (laughs) And like, it's just a really horrible, horrible experience and you don't want to be there. Um, But when you go into a med spa, I mean, they torture in a mud spa too. Like, you know, they're (laughs) doing things that hurt. But it's, a, you know, you want to be there, like you want to spend time yeah. there. It, I, you know, I don't care if the people's from 1982, it's, you know, it, it's just the smell of the place, yeah. uh, the ambient, the calmness that it brings upon you, like just walking in. And can you imagine like working there every day, like for the staff right. too, right? Because right. we know that the in primary care or any specialty care, your doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, PAs, they're all like stressed to the nines. Right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and that's, you bring up a good point about environment, because when you have that great environment, the lighting, the aroma, the, you know, the water in the background, things like that. I mean, that the the sounds, the sights, the smells are all part of an experience. And when you have the highlights and, you know, the, the, you know, the really strong lights and the harsh noises of the, you know, the sounds of the, that are in our, our settings, that really is more stressful. It's more chaotic. And even doing things with our environment and like in a med spa, having that aroma. But again, choosing wisely because most of what's out there is perfume. And and for many people, they they notice that. And it can be like, ooh, this is a, you know. Yeah, the the perfume is irritating. Like when you smell peppermint, it smells fresh. But when you smell, I don't know, Chanel number five, like it can be, you start sneezing or something. Like there's a, there's a huge difference. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And I was just you made you were making me think about did you ever see that and I'm probably dating myself with this but did you ever see the movie Joe versus the volcano with Tom Hanks and <laughs> he works in the office and there's this fluorescent light and he's like it's sucking the life out of me <laughs> and we know it does <laughs> um, all right that might be a really old reference so I apologize to anybody say as part of environment we should be not having those fluorescent lights and you know we should be having the more the low lighting or indirect lighting that kind of thing that makes it so much easier and not having the news on the tv in the waiting room you know and having more of the calm the calm scenes and things like that there's a lot of research that supports that right um and and reducing the stress and chaos just waiting in a waiting room you know make it more palatable for what you wish to bring as far as an experience. And there's a lot of ways we can do that. All right, so um, for your business, and I know uh, you have a couple um, pillars to this business, but what we're talking about today is the aromatherapy. So you have uh, courses that you help people, um, you know, different types of people, and maybe you can just go through that real fast um, and let us know where what the course is, where they can get it, and, and how they can contact you. Okay. So uh, the course is on my website, which is my name, Deborah, D-E-B-R-A, and Reese, R-E-I-S.com. 
and it's called the STEP or Supportive Therapy Engagement Program. It does have the, the four pillars, the, the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and then there's the three, there's the three um, items in each one. So something on relaxation therapy, something on aromatherapy, and something on gentle movement therapy. So those, and then there's a, a fifth module that really speaks to clinical practice. How do you incorporate these into a practice? Looking at policies, procedures, what to consider, how to set it up, how to get this moving into your department or into your organization. So that is um, that is you know specific to integrative therapies in general. And then there are courses that are really tuned in or honed in on aromatherapy, and it is something that um, there are a couple of courses there: aromatherapy for healthy living and aromatherapy to enhance your practice. That really are um, I'm looking to help to bundle that is going to be available. And it is something I think that um, this group will find maybe very helpful. I think they will find it very helpful to, to get different tools as well as CE. You know, again, there's like six CE connected with this, but it's tools that, that they will be able to use and as well as ideas on how to incorporate this safely in your practice. And I think that's a big key that, um, that we really want a, a big message that we really are looking to get out there is aromatherapy is a wonderful tool, but patient safety, client safety is very, very much something we need to take in consideration. And a lot of times, like you said, it's just kind of casual and, and we don't, we don't think it's a big deal. And it really is a big deal. And we, it's really important to know if you're, you're already taking a, a health history on your clients. And so, you know, maybe what things are, are to avoid and what things may be helpful. Yep. I love it. So instead of just pharmaceutical agents, you know, we, mm -hmm. we definitely need to <laughs> incorporate like aromatherapy and, and all that kind of, you know, herbs mm -hmm. and, and what else, because we don't really get a whole, I mean, people take so much of it and, and, you know, we don't really know that much about it, especially as medical professionals. Right. And many things will enhance, you know, they'll enhance the practice that you're doing. So, and that's what you want. You want to really deepen and you want them to remember and use the aromatherapy as a trigger to help them remember the experience that they're getting in your, in your business, in your, um, you know, in your spa situation. So that's something we use even here in, when I'm working with individuals, it's like using the aroma as a reminder of the relaxation session that they had. And then that's their trigger. And oh. keeps them coming back, right? <laughs> so that's what you want. I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, Deb. So where can people find you? So they can find me on my website at DebraReese.com. Um, also, am I if they want to email me, you can find it on my website, but it is my name, DebraReese at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Thank you. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.